0: In the city, the port of Dunkirk, there's a migrant camp there and that's grown because many people are going down there and trying to get onto lorries and over the ferry from there. So I'd imagine what might happen is people, even though they will maybe move from here, the attempts to reach Britain won't uh, won't stop with this hurdle today.
1: Thomas Morgan in Calais. On one thing, European politicians do seem united, that the system, when it comes to dealing with the vast numbers of migrants coming to the continent, is not working. Today, the most senior EU official charged with trying to get it to work, the Migration Commissioner, Dimitris Avramopoulos, said that member countries have just ten days to sort it and themselves out. He was speaking after a meeting of interior ministers at EU headquarters in Brussels, watched,
0: as ever, by our Europe correspondent, Chris Morris. Ten days takes us up to a a summit of EU leaders on the 7th of March. Uh, When they met last week, you'll remember to talk about the deal over Britain's renegotiation of the EU. They also spent hours at that summit arguing over migration. And all that came out of it was, let's meet again on the 7th of March. And Angela Merkel is insistent that she needed that meeting and she needed progress at that meeting because it comes a few days before Germany holds important regional elections in three parts of the country, elections in which her party could do badly if she can't produce something which says she's got some control over migration policies. Part of it's driven by the fact that elsewhere in Europe, throughout the Balkans, we're now seeing countries take matters into their own hands. And if that proliferates, then the idea of a common European solution to all this will almost begin to disappear. The other development today is Greece recalling its ambassador from Austria. What's all that about? Austria hosted a meeting earlier this week of countries in the Balkans to talk about migration routes up from the Greek islands into Germany. Two countries conspicuously weren't invited. One was the destination country, Germany, uh, but perhaps more insultingly from the point of view of Athens, certainly, Greece wasn't invited earlier. It said this was an unfriendly act, and it's now taken things one step further, saying that if countries are going to uh, essentially gang up against us, we simply can't accept this. There's been some fairly emotive language from the Greek side over the last few days. The Prime Minister talking about uh, not it not being acceptable for Greece to become a warehouse of souls. We will not be Europe's Lebanon, he said. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought it was back in September they agreed
1: mandatory distribution system for the tens of thousands of of migrants who were
0: already on Europe's shores. You're absolutely right, it was back in September. So far it's been a few hundred. Uh, And there's no sugarcoating that in any way. It's been a complete catastrophe so far. Angela Merkel is said to have demanded at last week's summit that number has got to increase to several thousand uh, by the time we next meet. Otherwise, uh, Germany is going to have to take the consequences from that, which could well mean essentially, there's a hidden threat in there I think, saying to those countries that are not willing to take any relocated newly arrived migrants and refugees if you show no solidarity with us then we will look at ways uh, to extract other things from you. It could be money to help look after refugees so for countries in Eastern Europe for example they may still get the regional funding uh, they depend on to develop their economies and develop their infrastructure. Germany may seek to demand that some of that money gets hauled back again to help other countries deal with the refugee crisis.
1: Clearly, first and foremost, this is a humanitarian catastrophe. But how far do you think this does also threaten the European project?
0: I think it does threaten the European project because we are beginning to see countries ignore agreements that are supposed to have been finalised at the European level. Just this week, the Hungarian government has suddenly said it's going to have a referendum to see if Hungary should abide by that. And I think if we're going to get into a situation where any country believes they can have a referendum on a specific issue like that, that's when many of those European structures will begin to creak at the seams. Uh, A Correspondent Chris Morris reporting from Brussels. (music)
1: The dispute between the technology giant Apple and the FBI remains unresolved. Whether Apple should comply with a court order to help the FBI break into an iPhone owned by one of the Islamist shooters in the San Bernardino massacre. But on one thing, the two sides uh, are in agreement. Yesterday, the boss of Apple, Tim Cook, said that the issue was hard. Today, the director of the FBI...